Welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. On today's episode, we're talking about gaining weight and how to do it. That's right, you heard correctly. We're talking about how to gain weight, bulk up, add more muscle mass, and we're going to be talking about how to do it in a healthy way. I'm Bulky Andrew. And I'm super scrawny Candace. Wah, wah, wah. And on today's show, we're bringing back fitness expert and personal training director Tristan Alleman, as well as listener favorite dietitian Debbie. Welcome back to the show, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So, Tristan, why would someone want to add on weight or muscle? Um, I guess it, it kind of depends. You know, some guys want to look good, feel strong. You know, if you're an athlete, football player, um, but even if you're a woman, um, if you just want to have a good level of strength um, for your daily activities. So, you know, if you have kids or if you have a physical job that requires you to, you know, lift heavy things, mm-hmm. um, maybe you'd want to gain some muscle for that. Okay. So gaining and gaining weight doesn't necessarily mean like some people probably, you know, 90% of people out here, this episode might not, you know, they want to lose weight, right? Yeah, of course. So yeah. this is for a smaller demographic, but one that still struggles, you might not know. Some people struggle to gain weight or keep weight on, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So how, like, why is, what's good for someone like that, that just wants to yeah. kind of not lose the weight, just right. put weight on? Right. Yeah. Um, I was actually one of those people, you know, hmm. I was 130 pounds and I couldn't get over 135 throughout my, you know, beginning and all the way actually to the end of my teens. Um, if you really struggle with that, you know, what I hear a lot is people tell me that they don't have enough of an appetite to eat the amount Mm. of calories that they need in order to gain weight. So they feel stuck, right? Um, here's the thing. Once you start doing intense strength training and you're doing it the right way, your appetite will increase. Because you're going to be mm-hmm. tearing your muscle fibers apart. Okay. And your body's going to crave nutrition in order to help recover your muscle fiber. Um, so if you struggle with that, you got to start in the weight room. And because oh, okay. if you're stuffing your face trying to gain weight, then that's probably not a good thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Your body, yeah. your right. body doesn't the wrong need those kind calories. Of right. Yeah. And getting yeah. the wrong kind of calories or yeah. you're not doing it the healthy way. Yeah. It's just if you're if you're not hungry, you know. Don't stuff your face to try right. to gain weight. You're going to yeah. gain body fat. What right. you would want to do is increase your appetite by doing intense strength training where you're really breaking down your muscle to where your body actually needs those calories to help mm. you recover and build more muscle, which is going to cause you to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Debbie, maybe you can speak to this, but do you necessarily have to increase your caloric intake to gain weight? Or you know, is it more sticking to your caloric intake, but then switching what types of food you're already eating? Hmm. It's going to take energy to to build more mass, whether that's a a fat cell or a muscle cell. Uh, It's energy intensive to build that, not only the action of building it, but also structurally. There's there's fat and there's protein within the cell structure, and the carbohydrates are for the fuel of building it together. Um, So for someone that's trying to only build muscle, um, there is, you know, an approach to try and use their fat stores to do that. It's like, I want to shift the energy from here and, and turn it into building. So catabolize here and anabolize grow there. And that's a little bit um, more difficult, maybe for a, a novice that's not fit, that's more possible, uh, more plausible. Um, but for someone that's already, you know, fairly fit and they're like, I want to add more muscle. Um, can I do that without adding calories? I'm going to say chances are slim. Yeah, and, it, and it's also, you don't have to add a ton because some people go on the other side of the spectrum with that. Mm. And, you know, here's, here's what I've noticed that 
I've struggled with and a lot of other guys struggle with that are trying to gain weight is that they start to overeat in calories, right? Mm. So really like a, you know, 250 to 300 calorie surplus on top of your maintenance calories is going to give your body per day, right? Right. Is going to give your body enough nutrition to build. I mean, um, that's just like a sandwich or I could have like a bowl of granola. I mean, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. It, once you start going way five, eight, a thousand, I mean, you know, dirty bulking, right? Mm. What you're really, you're getting bigger, but what your body's really doing is holding a lot of water weight through carbohydrates. So your mm. size isn't really always muscle. It's just, mm. you know, water and uh, glycogen storage. So it's the wrong kind of bulk. Mm. It's not what you really want out of it. Yeah, right? I know. Like, yeah. have you ever heard heard of the term like, you know, like fat buff, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know most people right. don't want to look like that. Right. So that's what happens when you overdo it on the calories. Right. Yeah. So how does strength training help build muscles and kind of add to healthy muscle weight? Yeah, there's really no other way to build muscle besides doing some type of resistance training. It doesn't, right. when, when people say strength training, um, you know, people think different things. It doesn't mean you have to be the heaviest lifter in the gym. It just means you have to be, you know, stimulating your muscle and breaking down your lean muscle. So that's really any type of resistance training is really the best way to, to do that and really the only way to build muscle. Have you run, have you, do you have many clients that are trying to do this that are actually trying to gain weight? I, oh, I yeah, imagine the totally. majority. Oh, really? Yeah, like, we've, we've got a lot of people that What are that. some, so what are some of the struggles that they face that you've kind of figured out how to overcome? Yeah, it, it's mainly the, the number one thing, like I said before, is I can't eat enough food, right? Mm. And, and like I kind of said before, it's really the workouts that trigger the appetite. And so if you're, if you're focused on that workout first, you're going to notice your appetite's going to increase and you're going to like need and want and crave more food. I mm. remember when I first started working out, um, I, I trained with my stepdad and he was a, pretty much a trainer in the past. And once he started showing me how to work out and I was pushing myself at the right intensity, I would go home from my workouts and I could not stop eating, you know, because <laughs> my body was craving. Right. Because I needed that energy. But that yeah. explains it because I can go on like a two hour hike and I'm just thirsty. But, it, but if I know, right. I seriously, if I do something huh. really intense for like 30, 45 minutes, I'm just, I'm ravenous. Then right. you're really hungry. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Huh. You know what we have, we actually have someone here that works here, Austin, that, uh, that kind of has the same issue. Can you, when you go grab him, yeah. go see if you can get him. Yeah. And we'll bring him in here and we'll see, yeah, maybe totally. he can talk about this. Cause I know he's someone that has, uh, he's run into this too, where he's always been trying to gain weight. So it might be interesting to get his perspective. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk later about how to fool your appetite by getting more packing, power packing calories into what you do eat so that you don't have to increase volume. Hmm. Oh, huh. okay. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So, well, I, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, are there a certain amount of days that you should aim for strength training? And then when you are, you know, having like a strength training focused day, is there a certain number of like sets and reps that you should aim for? Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, as, as long as your body's recovering, you can continue strength training. Okay. But if your body's not recovered, you don't want to strength train, right? So I would recommend usually for most people, three to four days per week. Three days is usually enough for, you know, the average person. Of course, if you're trying to bulk, right, maybe, you know, closer to three to five days. Um, but the most important thing is making sure you have enough time to recover. Mm. Um, and, and as far as like a, a good number for um, how, how much you should be doing, um, I usually aim for like anywhere between like 16 to 20 sets of a workout. 
Okay. So maybe like three or four exercises. Okay. Three total to four sets, sets across different exercises. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Totally. And then also, do you, are you trying to put um, separate the days up by the different body type or body parts? Yeah, too? I try to try to organize it for recovery purposes, right? So like, let's say like one of the most simple and popular um, body part splits that you can use is kind of like a push pull leg because it optimizes the muscle groups that naturally work together. So like a push day, like a chest, shoulder, tricep, um, you use all those um, muscles in a, in a sim- in similar movement. So right. it makes sense to train them together. Right. Back would be a pull day would be back and biceps and of course your legs. And then that gives you time to recover. So you're not hitting your push muscles until, right. you know, four to five days Giving later. Yourself, right. And that right. recovery is so important in, yeah. in building the muscle. Yeah, right. Totally. All right. So Austin, cool. Thanks for joining Hello. us. Hey, so we were, um, we were talking about, we're talking about how to gain weight. And I know that this is something that you kind of struggled with over the years too, yes. like just trying to gain weight. He was talking about that some of his clients that are doing that, the biggest thing for them is just not having an appetite. Is that something with you too? Like you just don't feel like hungry? Definitely. And then I feel like when I do finally get hungry, it's like an, it's like an all or nothing kind of thing. Like I'm just going to eat everything horrible <laughs> right. for me all at uh, once. Yeah. And it's not really kind of benefiting me at all <laughs> in any way. It's like, oh, there's there's some fast food right there. I'll just grab that now. Right. But, um, but yeah, definitely an, an appetite thing. I find that I'm kind of not hungry. You know, I've, I've always kind of heard that you should be eating uh, small meals like two or three t- or, or a couple times, like two or three every mm. two to three hours. And I'm like, well, I'm just I can't eat that much. Right. You know. Yeah. So what is that? The small thing like or is that? Is that better? In can that can case? I speak to that? Yeah, a yeah. couple. So a couple things go on is um, your stomach is talking to your brain all the time, and they're talking back and forth. And uh, part of it is uh, what you're accustomed to, uh, as far as the the content and, and the volume. So when you do eat, there there are hormones that are triggered. There's this nerve, this vagus nerve, that tells your brain that that I've got food. I'm good. You can stop eating now. Um, and just for the same reason that some people are used to eating breakfast mm-hmm. and some are not, <laughs> oh, it, it, it's, just, it's just what their what their system is mm-hmm. trained for. Uh, and the same way that people uh, adjust their sodium or uh, adjust to food restriction because their um, stomach is is kind of elastic, you know. Right. So if you're like I'm full, I just can't eat anymore. Uh, you may be choosing to low calorie or um, energy dilute foods rather than really energy-dense foods so Mm. that the volume is the same. Mm. So what's the best way to kind of uh, transition into that uh, without just burning yourself out right away? Because I've, like, tried to do that, you know, I'll go, like, a week long, and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I actually just dislike eating at this point. It turns into, like, a chore, Mm -hmm. whereas I still want to enjoy it um, (laughs) and still be able to kind of gain, like, a healthy weight. And I guess that's also kind of, like, one thing that I've kind of dealt with is kind of, like, a healthy weight gain versus right. kind of a lazier and, kind of way. And Debbie probably has a lot of good information uh, being the nutrition expert. But one thing I know for sure is that it's always quality over quantity when you're trying to build muscle. It's You want to have quantity, but quality comes before quantity. So if you're getting good quality nutrition, it's going to assist you in building muscle because, you know, mm. um, you know, nutrient dense foods, your body needs that for building muscle rather than if you just, just go like to like empty calories. Like, don't it's just go get like, burritos. Just and, because you're right, trying to yeah. hit your calorie goal. You're actually much better off. And Debbie, you could probably chime in on this. You're probably much better off eating less calories in the beginning, but like high quality nutrition and then, you know, increasing your calories slowly over time. What do you think, Debbie? And you may not even, you don't even need to count calories. 
All right. You're counting calories like now. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And but it, in terms of um, getting more energy rich things, I mean, it just makes sense. It's like, oh, am I going to eat this half apple or half an avocado? Well, an avocado is more dense. It's more rich. Mm-hmm. Um, peanut butter on your toast is more energy rich than jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, having the granola instead of the puffed rice or Cheerios is more energy dense. Mm-hmm. A tortilla that's made, you know, uh, it, it's it's unleavened. It's flat. It's not all puffy like a big piece of mm. French bread. So you can get a lot of, of calories without counting them. So you what are some, what are some things to, to look for in like a nutrition label that would kind of guide you to say this one is more, um, more dense in those kind of nutrients? On, on a very rough, rough scale, because nutrition labels are all over the place with different kinds of products and they're changing again this summer, uh, starting this summer. So one thing you can look at is a calories per ounce. So let's just look at, say, a uh, energy bar or a protein bar. And if I pick up a big, you know, metrics, you know, weight gain bar, and it's three ounces, it's like a brick, it's three ounces, it's heavy, I look at it, it's going to have three to 400 calories. Uh, the same thing, oh, I get this little Luna bar, you know, it's like one and a half ounces, it's going to have about 150 calories. So you're looking for at least 100 calories an ounce. Okay. That that's hmm. kind of easier in my mind than, than, overall... than equating it to all these different mm-hmm. like portions and rations and um, as Andrew and I talked one previous thing, you know, why are there two different measures uh, on the, um, on the microwave label. popcorn on label? The microwave popcorn label. <laughs> totally got him. And so looking at uh, the calories per ounce, and because that equates to everything has ounce equivalents, mm-hmm. whether they mm-hmm. have grams or not. Right. That's all, a really good tip. Everything yeah. with a, everything really with a label. But when you go into fresh produce, I'm sorry, but produce is not energy dense unless right. you're talking about olives and avocados mm. and maybe some of the, the starchy veggies. But we're talking about like packaged labels right. that you can right. read. Right. Yeah. Huh. That's a good tip. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. thanks, Austin. Yeah, thanks for no, jumping thank on you. and sharing your perspective a little bit. Good luck. Yeah. Maybe we'll get you back on and we'll see how it goes. I know that you're doing some personal training now, right? I am. Okay. Yeah, I just started. I've How's done uh, three sessions now. I've got okay. one tonight, actually. Okay. Okay. So Perfect. I'm excited to jump back into it. Last one uh, definitely pushed me to my limit. So. <laughs> but, but then again, I was kind of teasing him. I was just like, oh, he goes, he goes, hey, have you, have you done enough? I'm like, I could do more. He goes, oh, all right, come yeah, over that's here. That's not a thing you want to tell no. me. <laughs> no, he made me work for it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so all right. Well, all right, I'm cool. going well, to uh, right. go eat then. Okay, <laughs> right. nice. Thanks. So, uh, so we kind of talked, that, that's an awesome perspective, just kind of like the average day guy that's just trying to gain weight, has right. struggling to gain weight. But what about um, guys that are just looking to really bulk up, like the fitness competitors and mm-hmm. kind of bodybuilders? Is 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 it something, is, is bulking up really something only for them or does it kind of make sense like, could everyone, um, can everyone benefit from adding muscle onto their body? Yeah, I think whenever you think about, like, a fitness competitor, um, what a lot of people do is, um, if they're doing a show, they'll try to gain a lot of muscle and then cut down a little bit before the show and, and lose the body fat. Um, so unless you're really trying to gain a lot of muscle in a short amount of time, you know, the whole bulking thing, quote unquote bulking, um, I think uh, if you're just trying to be overall healthy and look good and feel good and, and you know, be proud of your body and be strong, um, you know, the, the term bulking, it, 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 you don't really need to bulk mm. as in like okay. put on a ton of weight right. because no matter how effective your routine is, your body only can build so much muscle in a certain amount of time, period. Right. right. You know, right. usually when you first start working out, you can gain a lot kind of fast. And then after that, a little bit at a time. 
Hmm. So like if you're if you're trying to gain muscle, it sh- it should the healthier way is kind of like a slow. It's a long term process, right? You know, okay. Usually for guys, you know, if you're if you haven't really built a lot of muscle, if you build eight to ten pounds of lean muscle mm-hmm. your first year, right. that's great. And then after that, if you're able to build a pound or even if you get more experience, like half a pound here and there, that's actually really good. Oh, okay. Because if you gain, if your body is capable of gaining 10 pounds of muscle a year, I mean, right. we don't Everyone would be the like, rock. You know, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> you know? Right. So um, the whole bulking thing, it, it, it could be for everyone, but really a healthier way to look at it, unless you're, you know, trying to just gain a bunch of weight, um, is kind of like a long-term, like gaining muscle over time kind of thing. So I, I have a question for both of you, actually. Um, Tristan, why don't you start? But what are your thoughts on supplements when looking to bulk? Are mm. you a, like a yay mm. or a nay on this? Mm-hmm. I'm actually a, uh, a yay on the supplements. Um, and everyone has their own personal preferences, of course. Um, I think there are certain supplements that are um, very well studied that are proven over time. Um, one of those supplements being creatine. Uh, creatine monohydrate will help you to, you know, um, it really helps you to push through your workout. It gives you that little extra push in your workout, which helps you to build that muscle. Um, you know, branch chain amino acids are also great. Um, it's kind of like the building box blocks of protein, which you need to build muscle. Um, and, and really kind of like the basics that have been studied over time, and they're, they're very well researched, like the creatine. Um, I use creatine. Um, Can you go overboard with that and actually start gaining weight, though? Or are there – I don't yeah. know. I feel like creatine, to for me – this is a totally layman's perspective here, but I'm sure. just going back to like the days of like Barry Bonds or like, right. you know, that kind of stuff. And like, I just, it seems synonymous almost. I hear creatine and I think synonymous with steroids or something I like that. I can give yeah. you a that, metabolic answer. Yeah, okay. no. Yeah, let's, no, but let's that'd hear be the metabolic but, uh, yeah, answer. Yeah, what's, what's the metabolic <laughs> answer? I, I don't think an overload of, of creatine or branched chain amino acids are going to make you build more muscle. What they do is they help you um, do more work and exactly. that extra work. Yeah. Oh, so it, it, it's okay. equivalent exactly. to, let's say you have a mm-hmm. fireplace and you're burning, like there's only so many logs that fit there just because you like chop down 10 more trees and load up the, um, the mm-hmm. log pile right. with extra, extra, extra logs doesn't mean you're getting a bigger fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so, so much space. Okay. So, so okay. much space. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Okay. That's interesting. I did not, I did not ever think about that. Yeah. So would you be are you for supplementing? Well, or Tristan or pretty not? much took the words out of my mouth. I said, you need to supplement what you're not really getting in your diet. So I don't think of the macronutrients right. as much as kind of the uh, creatine monohydrate and the branched chain amino acids of isoleucine, leucine, and valine. Um, not that you're not getting them in your diet, just that um, because they're uh, so particularly used in muscle metabolism, getting them uh, in a supplemental form uh, is much easier. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I know, I know we've kind of covered this in previous episodes, but the idea of protein, so obviously protein is needed to build muscle. Sure. Can you overdo how much protein is too much protein? If you're doing a protein bar in the morning, mm-hmm. protein supplements, eating tons of chicken, like how much protein is too much protein, Debbie? Uh, has first to do with how many total calories, uh, you're getting, whether or not you're meeting your energy needs. Okay. So if someone is curbing their calories in an effort to lose fat, they actually need a greater proportion of their energy from protein than someone that's not. So assuming that someone is meeting their energy needs and they want to build muscle mass, um, then there's a a cap of around the like 1.8 or as high as two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight that is utilized. I'm going to use that word utilized because sure, you could just 
um, skip carbs and double up on protein and use that instead, but it's not going to be preferentially used for muscle building. It's just going to be mm-hmm. burned for fuel. You mm. can only use so you can only use your body only uses so much. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. For our vegan and vegetarian listeners, Mm -hmm. is it possible to gain weight and bulk, you know, by following those types of diets without like, you know, a dietary supplement? Mm. Oh, absolutely. They just, you know, have to um, choose the, some higher protein uh, grains like quinoa, um, choose energy dense types of uh, nut butters um, and more rich foods. Um, Soybeans are great uh, with the amino acid profile. Uh, It's very, very possible. There's a, if I could mention website, you know, like no meat athlete, and there's just a competitive mm. um, athletes, also very hyper, you know, muscular mm-hmm. uh, people as well. And would you say that it's best to stick with like full fat products, or or would you? Okay, so let me rewind. Um, I feel like so many people are all about you know like getting fat free or the two percent when it comes to like drinking milk is full fat better when you're looking to gain weight i'm guessing that it is and even for people that aren't looking to gain weight but just like following a healthier diet is it always better to choose full fat products over non-fat or you know half fat they're they're the gamut of products when you talk about products and their fat composition uh, for something like milk, where the fat is skimmed off and nothing else is done to the milk, uh, then actually choosing a, a lower fat, you know, milk is fine. But trying to get like a lower fat potato chip, well, they're doing something to it. You know, they're adding uh, starch binders and more salt mm-hmm. and, and all this other kind of stuff. So the benefit of, of a whole natural fat is that it's so energy rich. It's, it's much higher in calories. But the thing with dairy fats, like say for cheese and, and um, hot dogs, if it's a, a animal fat, uh, is that they're saturated. And so that's not good. Whereas you could do something like choose the fat-free milk. And what I was trying to um, tell Austin, you could take like a cup of uh, low-fat or 1% milk and add in a couple tablespoons of a non-fat dry, dry milk powder. You might need to have Mm. it sit for a couple hours to to taste more palatable. But then you're enriching that milk. You get more protein, you get more uh, vitamins um, and calories without increasing its its detrimental fat composition. For, uh, lastly, kind of wrapping up, for women out there, like that gaining weight is probably something that most aren't looking to do, I would think. But we should frame this more like it's not just about gaining weight, it's about gaining muscle. Right, right, right. right. And so like, what do you, do you find that women are very much afraid of like the term bulking or or getting too big with muscle? Is that a big hindrance? Oh yeah, totally. Um, Because women don't want to get bigger. Right. They want to get smaller. Right. So anything gaining is automatically viewed as bigger. Right. Um, But like, let's say, you know, most women say they want to get, toned right right well toning your body is a combination of two things it's building muscle and losing body fat that's what gets your body toned so just because you're building muscle doesn't necessarily you're going to be bigger because if you're building muscle and losing body fat muscle is more dense than fat so if you lose 10 10 pounds of fat and gain not that women would gain this much muscle just for the sake of the example and gain 10 pounds of muscle your body would actually volume-wise be smaller because the right. muscle is more dense than body fat. Right, it's almost Ooh, like fat takes size. up. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and when you do that, you're going to get the look as a woman that you want. Right. Because women don't want to just have a better number on the scale. 
like you guys said, you know, mm-hmm. you want to ha- look good in a smaller dress size. Yeah. And that's, you know, building that lean muscle and losing the body fat combined is what will kind of give you that look. And would that's you, that tone look, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, get stronger, totally. but you're smaller. <laughs> would, right. you, would you actually be more on the scale? Would you be heavier on the scale, though, if you have more muscle on your body and less fat, though? It depends on how much body fat that you have or how much you would lose. Right. Oh my gosh, we should get off the scale. Everybody get a tape measure <laughs> and start just measuring your <laughs> yeah, waist, right, please. Right, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Waistline rather than the yeah. scale, right. It, okay. really, it really depends, you know, like, um, like Debbie was saying, that's, you know, if you put a tape measure on your waist and also keeping track of your body, body fat percentage because if your weight stays the same but your body fat drops by three or four percent you're making progress you gain some muscle and lost some body fat that's good that's good so i can ask i can ask a trainer at the gym to measure me once once a quarter or once a year yeah they do do complimentary fitness assessments that's right (laughs) um all right so let's wrap it up here with actionable advice uh we'll go we'll go with you debbie we'll start with you debbie so actionable advice when it comes to gaining weight nutritionally, what are, what are some things to keep in mind? So that you gain good, healthy weight and not just fat That's weight. That's right. That's important. That's right. Uh, you do want to increase calories, but they need to be from uh, wholesome, lean protein, um, healthy, unsaturated plant kind of fats, um, dense, complex carbohydrates instead of the, the, the watery, filling, puffy kind of things. And whether that means, uh, you know, more meals or more volume, hopefully you can just uh, get more calories in each bite Mm, um, makes more sense for, for gaining weight. And you were saying what that one ounce, what was that that you told Austin that one ounce for a hundred calories per ounce? Something like that? Oh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, looking talking? looking at a, a product food, like how do you know if it's energy yeah, rich right, or not? Right. That's just kind of a, a, a vague guideline of, of comparison. It's all, yeah. labels are just for comparison. Comparison, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. I think that's nice. All right, and Tristan, what about you? The actionable advice is, um, you know, if you're trying to gain muscle or gain weight, um, you know, you have, to, you have to work out correctly. You have to really be targeting your, your muscles the right way in order to stimulate that um, muscle growth. And, and, of course, when people gain weight, they're trying to gain usually strength or muscle rather than body fat. So make sure you're doing it the right way and fueling your body correctly, and you'll be good to go. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being Thanks, on the guys. show. We appreciate it. You're more than it. welcome. <laughs> now, before we go, we want to remind all of you to connect with us on social media because that's what it's there for. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just make sure you use the hashtag Living Healthy Podcast so we can read your comments. Yes. And if you're not already a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe and share with a friend. So with that being said, thank you for being a good listener. And until next time, we'll see you in the gym.